0: dot com. Welcome to Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors. Today's guest is my friend, Mr. Tim Sykes, the brand director for Packaging Europe. How are you, Tim?
1: I'm great. Thank you. And um, thanks so much for, for inviting me, Corey. I'm really excited to be on this, this major industry podcast.
0: Oh, I'm excited. It was my honor to be on your show the other day or yesterday. And uh, this worked out really well with timing. But you've got some exciting announcements that we need to make right away and very excited to, to tell people about all of those. But first, can we tell the people about you? How'd you get into this crazy industry?
1: By complete chance. So my background <laughs> isn't in packaging at all. I, I studied jizz and literature. In fact, I did a PhD in Russian literature. Not It's not the the classical route into, into the packaging industry. I think you'll agree. And i I kind of landed into journalism and then joined Packaging Europe at its very outset, knowing nothing about about packaging at all. I knew plenty about editing and communications, but nothing about packaging. And I very quickly came to realise how important packaging is generally, but also how centrally connected it is to so many of the the fundamental challenges and and changes taking place in the the contemporary world obviously sustainability is is the big one but yeah. you know the the way that we are communicating consuming and living is all in in flux at the moment with digitization and and all of the other big changes going on in the world and packaging is really at the center of that and it creates a lot of big challenges for packaging to to respond to it and but also you know the, the world needs packaging to get these things right in order to proceed sustainably and efficiently so yeah I, I was I came in with with no pre-existing curiosity about packaging but suddenly very quickly I came to realize that I'd fallen into a kind of really fascinating and important part of the world.
0: Well, I love that story and and quite a background that you have, and it makes sense for journalism. But uh, yeah, packaging is this very interesting world. Everyone I interview either, well, almost everyone says the same thing. I just kind of got into it and never left because it's such a neat area of the... The business world to work in affects us all and we don't most people don't think about it like we do (laughs) but more and more they'll be affected by it with these new laws and everything coming but indeed and i'd also
1: say that you know when i when i first started this is 16 17 years ago if I told people what I did, I and you know, at a party, someone might back away from me and try <laughs> try to avoid getting into that conversation. But at least here in Europe, we're we're based in the UK. In Europe, over the last maybe five years, it's suddenly become such a, a hot topic. And then, you know, if, if I'm at a party, then people start giving me their opinions on, on packaging. <laughs> so we've seen a, an arc in that respect, changes in in public perception.
0: That's very true. And it used to be where people did, what does that mean? What is, what is packaging? And now they say, oh, wait, tell, tell the government not to do this. Let's do this instead. Like, can you tell this brand to stop by using this kind of clamshell and, and use this kind instead? That kind of thought is really, really cool to hear from people. They're interested. They want to be a part of the solution. The, this brand that you work at has been around a, a long time. Did it start as a magazine or what was the impetus for it?
1: Yes it did. We we started we launched in 2006 and initially it was a magazine which you know, also had a website. It's no surprise to to you or any of the <laughs> listeners that things very quickly changed and it, almost immediately we started diversifying into digital content, mm-hmm. video, podcasts like like yours and increasingly live content both Virtual, which we had to do a lot of during the the, the pandemic lockdown New years, and and physical events. And I, I guess as we've proceeded, we've kind of had to understand what what our purpose is as an organisation, and that has gradually over the years crystallised into a mission where we we feel like our purpose is to support the international packaging value chain in helping find its way to a sustainable future and when i say sustainable obviously we're thinking about environmental sustainability in particular but maybe as i slightly alluded to at the start there are so many big challenges coming at packaging societal and business challenges that packaging innovation and packaging strategies need to respond to so in a broader sense, we're also kind of thinking about how can packaging of the future be fit for purpose and meet all of those requirements that, that come to us. So we're yeah we're trying to be a platform that helps educate everyone along that, that value chain in understanding what they're going to need to be doing in, in the future years, technologically and more strategically to, to keep up and, and meet those needs.
0: You and your coworkers there, and cohorts in Europe are are making some big moves, and we're we're watching. We're thankful that you're taking these steps. That you're trying out different ways of doing things. I often will speak to someone on this podcast, and they'll say, "Wow, how, did you see what they did in England the other day? Whoa, that's a big move. Let's see how that pans out for them." I think you're the leaders in the sustainable packaging movement, you know, France and England and Germany and these countries are doing incredible things. And like I said, making big changes and hoping that they work out. I'm impressed with your society, how quickly they're adapting to these different ways of behaving with packaging. It's it's not easy as as a citizen to all the all of the sudden, wait! I have to do what? I have to take this to the grocery store, or I have to. This is reusable now. How does that work? So it's an education process.
1: Yeah, I would. I would agree. I think Europe, obviously, it sounded like you were giving me compliments. Obviously, I, I can't yes. take credit for for what Europe <laughs> as a continent is doing. But it's nice to hear that that Europe as a region is is in the vanguard of of trying to push these things forward. And I think the European Union has been very useful as a as a kind of platform to to push uh the the agenda forward and and to kind of harmonize and, and standardize some of the the moves forward. I think I'm also aware that you know we we have a lot of challenges and problems partly because we started doing things first and therefore you know made mistakes like everyone does. So Europe has relatively good collection and recycling rates in you know most countries compared to mm-hmm. other regions of the world but there's a lot of fragmentation there's a lot of it's it's very hard to once you've created a big infrastructure to change it and i think it's useful for you know other parts of the world to to both follow what europe has done and also maybe avoid some of the the mistakes that have been made and particularly when you think of developing countries mm-hmm. there's an opportunity to kind of skip ahead of some of the the first generation right systems and infrastructure that we have and to to do things in a more smart and agile way when you, when setting up new waste disposal and collection systems in a digital age you know i think there's lots of opportunities there so yes. it's it's great to be close to the the heart of europe in in understanding how we can push forward the agenda and although we're packaging europe we're we're very much Focused on this as a global challenge when we come to in- sustainability, but I think it's also clear that Europeans shouldn't be arrogant and think, you know, we we've, <laughs> we've got nothing to to learn. There's there's, for example, in Asia, there's lots of things going on that are really exciting that we we need to to be aware of, and yeah, we we need to be part of a, a global dialogue about how we can align better and learn from each other as well.
0: Very true, very well said. People in Japan and Australia and there are some countries out there that have really dialed in a recycling system and a circular packaging system that works very well. So lots of lots of people we could emulate and and look to for wisdom. I'm excited to talk about these sustainability awards. Can you tell us about your the awards coming up and how how we can enter?
1: Certainly, yeah. And and thank you for giving us the opportunity to talk about yeah. this. So first of all, the purpose of the Sustainability Awards basically give an annual snapshot of the most important sustainable innovation that's going on around the world and throughout the packaging value chain. And that goes back to our core mission at Packaging Europe of supporting the, the international packaging community to accelerate work we can do to in. Sustainable transformation. It's been going for about 10 years now. And every single year across that time, the volume of engagement has grown substantially, both in terms of the numbers who are joining and entering the awards and in terms of the diversity geographically and types of innovation that we're seeing. So I guess that's encouraging to see that more and more of the industry is taking this seriously. So yeah who should enter the the awards it's yeah. it's deliberately holistic so we understand that everyone across the value chain has something to contribute when we're bringing sustainable innovation to to the market so obviously packaging materials, new types of packaging design also machinery obviously we need to have the the machines that can more efficiently produce packaging with lower energy inputs or facilitate the the changes of of the material that we want to to bring and there are no barriers to entry as well so for for a start it's free to enter we don't want smaller organizations to to think do we have the budget for this it's open to anywhere in the world and in fact i'm very proud of the sustainability awards but it's it's still growing it's still getting established i believe it's the to my knowledge the, the biggest Sustainable packaging innovation competition in the world, but it's quite Eurocentric still. So we had 360 entries last year, and I imagine it will be over 400 this year. But um, I'm very aware that we need to have more engagement from the Americas, from Asia, from Africa. So you know, I know that you have a a global audience, and it's fantastic that they can hear about this. I would really love to hear to, to receive submissions from whoever's listening so whether it's universities global brand owners startups we want to shine a light on everything that's that's making a contribution to to packaging sustainability that's so it. yes i should tell you that submissions opening on the day that we record it's it's next week i can tell you that submissions will be opening on january 16th and staying open until march 17th so you have a couple of months to to do it and you can enter via the the competition portal which you can find the the link and all the details about the sustainability awards on
0: the packaging europe website a quick break for our sponsor this month now is the time to go beyond recycling smart salt pioneers certified bio-based water-soluble packaging technologies that empower consumers and businesses to effortlessly reduce plastic waste. Our non-toxic materials quickly and completely disperse when combined with water and agitation, thus making them easily recyclable, biodegradable, and even zero waste. If zero waste packaging interests you, please contact us today at info at smartsolve.com. Um, and i'll I'll include that link at the bottom of the show notes so people can just click on it and um, thank you so much. And make it thank really you. easy, so there's yeah. no barriers to entry, like you mentioned that you're right about this this show and your show being global. I received a message from my now friend Laura Bota, who runs Bota packaging out of Italy, and she said, "I'm listening to your show on the train to Milan." And I thought, Wow. Here I am, a a kid from Oak Grove, Oregon, (laughs) USA, uh, all the way around the country. And she's enjoying this content and appreciating it because that's the goal. We want to educate and share and, and let people know all over the world what's possible with packaging and really truly innovative things coming through the pipeline right now into the atmosphere it's very exciting i want to i want to hear your opinion on any thoughts that things that are maybe exciting to you trends in the packaging industry that you think wow that's really interesting
1: so there's there's so much going on and i'll i will focus primarily on sustainability since that's that's the headline <laughs> of what we're talking about today right. so where do I start? I guess, obviously, elimination of of waste and especially plastic waste has been a really fierce focus for, for industry for the last few years. And from this, I think some of the key trends we're seeing are fibre-based materials or bioplastics. So trying to extends the the properties and, and applications that we can use, you know, paper and, and similar materials in order to avoid having to use plastic in the first, bringing, you know, renewables in instead mm-hmm. of fossil-based plastics as well. Secondly, a really important area is we're obviously going to need plastics. There are so many applications where only plastics will work or they are going to be far more resource efficient than than other mm. alternatives. So it's of crucial importance that we we build a functioning and universal circular economy in plastics. So within Europe, there's a really really important a platform called Cflex, which is trying to to construct a, a circular economy for flexible packaging. Obviously, this is an area that's especially important because of the volumes involved but also because of the complexity of of flexible packaging substrates where there's lots of you know multi-material laminates right they've done a really really important rigorous job in mapping out all of the steps from design for recyclability to understanding how a circular economy works and how we can provide the investment and the incentives for these circular materials to continually go around the loop. So wherever you are in the world, I think it's really worth watching what Cflex is, is doing. I think within that circular economy for plastics, EPR is another yeah. hugely important thing. We're getting to the point where we can, in most cases, see how you can replace hard to recycle plastic to with with a recyclable one. But Having the demand for that recyclate, having the investments is is going to be crucial. So I think that's increasingly where the the crux of those discussions are happening. And within that, I would say that the the UN treaty on on plastic waste, which is proceeding with a lot of backing, a lot of nation states and key corporates supporting it, should be crucial in in setting up that kind of legal regulatory framework to to help extend that to to markets where. You know, not much is happening at the moment. And then, within elimination of of waste, the other thing that I think is really important, and which you spoke about very interestingly, in our podcast, was reuse and refill. I think there's still a lot of untapped potential to to switch from single-use packaging to to multi-use, particularly in things like uh, uh, concentrates and and waterless packaging, where I think that's really low-hanging fruit, and we all need to think about how how can we drive that at scale and, and faster than it's happening at the moment. If I haven't talked too much I can I'll mention a couple of little things Do yeah, stop please. me. Uh, it's your show my friend. Uh, let's let's talk about.
0: Yeah. It. I love it. So,
1: I think the other thing that with this focus on waste and particularly plastic waste, there's always a danger that we forget about unintended consequences. Right. And, you know, I I'm horrified when I see the the consequences of of, you know, plastic waste in the environment. But I'm terrified by you know what scientists project about climate change. And I think we need to be very, very careful as an industry that we put net zero of carbon at the centre of all of our thinking and that, that we aren't just talking about a economy, but that we are really actively planning a low carbon circular economy. Right. Often so things that you do for waste elimination will will also have positive effects on carbon. But there are, you know, there are some shortcuts to getting rid of plastics, for example, which can also, at the same time, increase the carbon footprint. And and that's not the direction we want to go in. And then the final well, thing I would mention yeah. is years ago I would never have imagined speaking so enthusiastically about, about yeah. packaging as I say, this is the, yeah. the life transformation it's brought on me. So the final <laughs> thing to mention is is digitization and you know the world is is transforming within our lifetimes. It's it's you know transformed how I consume, how I communicate and everything else. Seeing e-commerce obviously transform the the retail landscape. And I think that creates a lot of requirement for for us to to build new paradigms for what does packaging do what's what's the way of optimizing packaging how do we make sure that it's efficient how does it what do we need to protect et cetera that's still in in its infancy and I think one of the most interesting things to to watch when we when we look at packaging innovation and everything and more broadly with digitization of manufacturing and logistics and consumption mm. and everything else i think there's a lot of opportunities to to harness the data from the connectivity that we get across that whole supply chain and and through to the the consumer to to give us more transparency security, consumer engagement and and to deliver sustainability. So, yeah, when when we think about innovation, I think that's a really exciting area and you know, we've got intelligent packaging possibilities. Mm-hmm. One of Packaging Europe's partnerships is with IPEA, the Active and Intelligent Packaging Industry Association that we will be hosting their World Congress in November alongside our Sustainable Packaging Summit. Wow. And I think that's that's a really 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 interesting area and one final thing and I'll promise I will finally shut up is <laughs> digital watermarking. I think yeah. that's a really, really I mean it's an example of intelligent packaging, but I think it's it's one that's particularly exciting because it's already, I'm sure you're aware of the the Holy Grail project in in Europe where it's being used to to optimize the the sorting in, in waste centers. Um and I think it's got so many added value opportunities that it's almost a no-brainer that, that that becomes a universal technology that can can optimize and, and add more value to the circular economy, but also bring all sorts of other brand engagement and supply chain advantages. So I think that's a really exciting one.
0: Well said. Very true. It's so exciting. This Digimark system, I interviewed Amp Robotics. They're one of the companies that makes those cameras and systems that sorts packaging for recycling and they said what if you could tell the brand that manufactures the packaging exactly how much was recycled and where the possibilities here are endless with this information how exciting is this that we could say we've recycled 90 percent of this material whoa that's incredible you know we we'll, I think we'll start to see real data like that coming to fruition and and being made public once this system really takes hold. I'm excited about it, and I want to talk about your your show in in November in in Amsterdam. It's in Amsterdam, is that correct? That's correct.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's it's what's the, it called? It's the Sustainable Packaging Summit. It's it's all about aligning all of the. The leadership across the value chain so the brands the, the packaging manufacturers the big chemical companies but also investors regulators waste management people there's you know we've we've listed a lot of the 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 challenges that industry needs to face and we it's it's very clear that these are very complex things with many moving parts and it's important not only that everyone acts vigorously on on their agenda but also that that we're really well aligned in in making sure that we're you know all pushing in the same direction and there's so many as you know so many different nuances and things that are around that that we that we need to be clear on so the purpose of the sustainable packaging summit is to to get that kind of strategic alignment really focusing on where are the pain points that where's the friction that we need to to eliminate what are the smarter strategies that we need to follow that's on the kind of strategy side but also to 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 look at where are the technological opportunities that we can grasp where are the the interesting startups that the the established players need to be aware of so it's a, a mixture of of strategy and technology and as i said we will also have the the ipf smart packaging world congress involved and yeah maybe some other interesting satellite events where we're reaching out to to various key players and hopefully we'll have the famous Corey connors there as well (laughs) consider yourself invited and last but not least to to close the loop the sustainability awards we will be having the award ceremony there and announcing the winners across all of those categories so that's taking place november 13th to 15th november this year Amsterdam Netherlands. and if yeah, if any of your listeners are you know really serious in 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 taking a leadership role in in sustainability and helping push the industry into the future, then we'd love to see you there.
0: Are you open to sponsorships of the show? do you Do you accept that kind of a thing?
1: We do, yes. Yeah. So yeah, feel free to to reach out if, if you're interested in that.
0: Great. Well, I'd be honored to be there and excited to do it. I think we could do some some live podcasts from the event and make it really interesting for the audience and spread the word about sustainable packaging. Thank you so much, Tim. This has been a real honor and an exciting podcast to be a part of. I appreciate thank your time.
1: Thank you, Corey. Thank you so much. And I'd like to just also thank you and, and say I really appreciate the role that you play and and also how you know, generous and and open you are. It's easy when you're in the media space. We're not we're not competing commercially with each other, but to some extent everyone is competing for attention, aren't they? And it's easy to it's kind of be a a gatekeeper. You know, we've we've mentioned a few times in this podcast how important it is to collaborate, to support this common mission that we all have. And I think it's important that, you know, people like us are also supporting each other rather than than trying to keep for themselves the mission. So uh, thank you so, so much. It's been great to talk to you. And I look forward to, I'm sure, many more such conversations on both of our platforms in the future.
0: Oh, I love it. I'm, I'm excited about it too. And you're right. We, we have to work together to solve these issues and to spread the message about what's possible. So thanks again, Tim. Thank you, Landsberg Aurora, for sponsoring. If you're listening, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And we appreciate it. Thank you so much. This episode is sponsored by SpecRite, the first purpose-built platform for specification management. So much has changed when it comes to packaging, and there's a new book to help you stay ahead of the curve. The Evolution of Products and Packaging, written by longtime packaging executive Mr. Matthew Wright, helps you unpack industry trends and explains how you can use data to drive packaging innovation and sustainability. Download your free copy today at specright.com backslash book. That's S P E C R I G H T.com backslash book.